3: Didn't you love me? B. Mitchell of Finley, 106.7 The Fan. I'm out in Indy. B's holding it down in the Navy Yard Studios. And right now, you hear that song. Time to welcome in our dear friend, Mr. Eric Nathan, Barstool Nate, from New York City. What up, Nate Dog? How are you, man? Cell Us, how are you?
4: I'm doing great. It's a warm day in New York City. Been waiting for this since, I guess, October. You know, springtime is coming. Draft is around the corner. JP, you are eating steak
3: in Indy. It's a good time. It's a good time to be alive. Mm-hmm. I had fried chicken last night. I will have you know. Um, chicken fried well, steak? You,
4: they don't call you the healthy king for nothing.
3: No, I had. I specifically went to the, There's this really good fried chicken place here um, called The Eagle that I've eaten at a few times, and they serve it with spicy honey. And I oh. didn't want to get steak because I figured I'd probably have a few steaks the rest of the week. I was trying to spread it around a little bit, Nate talk.
4: Yeah, no, you're healthy. I I appreciate that about you. You always put your health and fitness first.
3: I think if if we're doing healthy power ranks, it would probably. I think I'd be second out of the four of us. I think B Mitch is probably the healthiest.
4: Uh, I, well, yeah, B Mitch is number one, but I'm definitely number two. I I this year is my healthiest two months I've ever had in my life. Maybe since <laughs> wait, I was wait, like
5: wait. 20, your healthiest two months.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since January, I've become a healthy king. And I eat healthy, and I go to the gym now. Oh. Ah. So, you know, so your
5: ankle is working now.
4: Well, it was my entire foot that exploded. But oh, uh, Lord. It, it's okay. It's like 80%. We're getting there. We're, oh, we're almost Lord. at 100%. It's been a long time coming. This isn't even doing a shtick. Like, I broke it in May. It's almost healed. It's pretty crazy how long it takes. But we're about 80%.
3: Um. Well, I'm glad you're eating so healthy, Nate Dog. Uh, I am yeah. out here. I'm out here in Indy, right? And I'm curious. Yep. Um, we're going to go to the Nate Dog BS meter. Um, yeah. You think Chicago's taking Caleb Williams, or will trade the pick, or will trade Fields? How do you? Where, where's the Nate Dog BS meter on everything we're going to hear about the Bears at one versus what actually happens? All right, so
4: I, I have two things on that. One, I think the Bears take Caleb, number one. I think it's one of those things where it, it's not quite Josh Rosen uh, and then Kyler in Arizona, but it's shades of that where if there's a quarterback on the board that everybody says is a can't-miss prospect, you can't be the team to pass over the can't-miss prospect because you might have a guy already. You, and plus, as we talked about many times before, Chicago – has to pick up the option or give him the big QB extension. And why do that with Justin Fields when you can get Caleb on a rookie contract? So I, I would say, unless something crazy happens, like absolutely crazy, I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on right now. But I would say Chicago absolutely takes Caleb Williams number one overall.
3: I, I tend to agree with you. Now you got to allow for crazy, right? Crazy exists in the world, but I don't think it's coming. Um, that leaves your Washington Commanders on the clock at number two. How are you feeling about that?
4: Okay, so I, I'm so glad you set me up for my answer to this. We collectively, as a, as a fan base, as a society, as a human species, have to ignore everything we see from these, like, weird football anonymous Twitter accounts that make up sources and say this and that, and we have to then – all agree to ignore the Merrill Hodges and these pundits, the Mel Kuypers, the whoevers who think they know. These people who maybe hit at a 12% rate on predicting stuff, who just think they know who will be good and who will be a bust in the NFL. Nobody knows anything. There's a reason the Bears took Trubisky number two and Mahomes went 10. There's a reason, let's go way back, that it was a toss-up. Who should we take, Mannion or Ryan Leaf? Nobody knows accurately who's going to be a good NFL quarterback or a bad NFL quarterback. But here's the thing. About 90% of quarterbacks drafted end up not being great, right? There's few and far between quarterbacks who actually pan out. So it's much easier for a draft pundit to sit up there and say, well, I think Drake May is going to be bad because statistics show, that they're probably not going to be the next Peyton Manning, right? Like, they're not going to be the next uh, whoever, Patrick Mahomes. It, it's very, very, very hard to be a great NFL quarterback. So if I'm an NFL draft pundit, I'm probably saying this guy's bad too. We just have to ignore it because nobody knows anything. We take Drake May number two, and we hope we hit on him. That's so the what question we do. I would no ask is questions.
5: if you say don't listen to the people that say someone is bad, why listen to the people that say he's good?
4: I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying nobody really knows anything. Anybody who says they do is a liar. All these people sit around saying, I watched the tape. I watched the All-22. I watched this game. Hold on, Nate. I think people
3: watch the tape. You're talking about uh, there's a lot of people that kind of just lie about stuff on Twitter, right, that they're experts. But that doesn't mean everyone is dismissible. Like, there are real people that are qualified and watch the tape, and they still miss, to your earlier point – it's, it's an inexact a lot, science, though. right? It's but like a lot. there are, for me, there are people whose opinions I care about and then probably 90% of other people. I don't. Yeah. So everybody's allowed to
4: have an opinion. I'm not saying these people can't have an opinion. That's great. We, I have an opinion. You have it, we all have opinions. It's the people who take this as the Bible, who take this as the absolute final word on these prospects. It, it's just, we have to stop taking it at face value. We have to start taking it as, this is just what this guy thinks, but this guy also hits at a 10% rate, so let's all calm down and take a deep breath. The amount of Drake May is bad takes now that are flowing through the internet is so out of control. I've, like, it's, it's almost like someone's paying these people to try to sink his draft status so the Pats can get him later in the draft. Like, it, it's absolutely insanity to me.
3: Um. All right, so you, so it is remarkable, kind of, to B's point, though, that you are now mad at In the other people. words,
5: you're telling us to not listen to them but listen to you because you like Drake May. No, no, I'm saying don't listen to anybody. So you said we were supposed to draft Drake May, so I shouldn't listen to you. I think what you're saying is asinine then. I'm,
4: I don't know any better than some <laughs> guy down at Walgreens. I Like, none of us know. I, Merrill Hodge and the guy at Walgreens have the exact, same chance of hitting on is
3: Drake May good or not. I don't think that's I don't agree with you there. It's a coin flip. It's hundred percent a coin flip. Okay, but there to deny that there are there is real experience and like people that watch this differently is is a step too far. I agree with you. I mean, dude, the, the, the Atlanta Falcons general manager just said on a podium, two cameras that presumably the dude that cuts his check watches saying, yeah, this is an inexact science. We hope we get it right. Like th- that's what makes it so intriguing and interesting is that nobody knows, but that does not mean everybody has the same odds of being correct. When it
4: comes to NFL quarterback's I mean, Aaron Rodgers famously sat in that green room and watched every other player get taken ahead of him in the first round. And this is GMs who are paid top dollar with a team of scouts who spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, watching NFL quarterbacks. And they still miss time after time after time after time after time. So we have to stop acting like anybody else. Truly, truly, truly has a beat on what QB will pan out and which one. But that's the
5: question. Though. That's how, how do you how do you move past that? Like, you're going to believe in somebody. I mean, somebody. And I know you like Drake May. So somebody said something that made you like Drake May. You didn't watch the film.
4: No, I didn't watch the film. So I therefore, just, somebody I, did something I don't that you say like. I like Drake May. I like whoever we take. Whoever we take <laughs> is my guy that I ride <laughs> or die with. If it's not Drake May, Drake makes. Strike may might stink in my opinion, like a week from now. But what I'm saying is, I trust Adam Peters and I trust this team to do everything they can to make the most informed, educated decision they can make for our next quarterback. Not an anonymous account on Twitter who doesn't like his. Nah, I, I, I don't, don't know who
5: who's doing that. So but the, I, the, I don't follow anonymous accounts on Twitter
4: that, at all.
3: Nate, I'm with you. Like the amount of those
5: people, are, uh, I just think that they're just trying to get
3: clicks. Well, especially now, you can get paid off Twitter. Like, that is yeah. 100%. What is the – there's one – what is it, ML Football that is just like
4: – The Woat.
3: The vote is pretty damn funny. I don't know that I've ever heard Wode. Um That made me laugh. But, like, you, you go to this where it is completely anonymous and, you know, it's total aggregation and they're not crediting anything. Like, yes, that – this is – there is an element to this that I just call the BS, B calls it lying season, and, and that junk is going to emerge this week at a Tremendously. higher Tremendously. Right. Yes. But I think at some point – like, I, I remember in, in various presidential elections, um, in, in various presidential elections – it's become an issue about people that get their news from Facebook, right? And and how you know that may be tainted from different outside motiv- motivations. Mm-hmm. Well, don't get your damn news off Facebook. Is yeah, all I'm going to tell you. Yeah, just, and like, they, they, that, that's happening on TV, right? <laughs> so let's be real. Well, but I'm saying like, if if you get caught up in some Twitter account that tells you, you know. Drake may punched out his college roommate and they could never draft him. Like that's on you. Cause that's stupid. Yeah.
4: And, yeah. and Unfortunately, a lot of people get their information from these places. You know, it's a, it's a quick information world. And that's why I'm sitting here on the phone, just preaching to our fan base. Like let's use our brains. Let's take a beat. Let's relax for a second and let's not trust everything we see. Let's let the process play itself out. Let's trust Adam Peters who has a pretty good track record so far, building teams out in San Francisco, take a deep breath, and whoever we take at number two, that's our guy. But
5: the people nope. that are getting their news straight off of accounts like that, I don't think anybody is paying attention to them anyway.
3: Right, right. Well, I, I would say a lot of people do, though, nah, unfortunately. Nah, listen, man. To be like honest the, with like you, Adar and Schefter? Yeah, like, that's think, on you if you get
5: Adar. If they are, then guess what? They, they're, they're, they're not, I'm, I'm just going to say they're not smart. Say it like that.
3: Um, breaking news, Sean Payton says he did not hear Russell Wilson's podcast with Brandon Marshall. Um, I He's can't imagine, lie. I can't imagine Sean Payton was, was downloading that episode. Um, do you, beyond what, cause I think the commanders are taking, I'm not going out on a limb here. I think they're taking either Drake May or Jaden Daniels at number two. As of right. today on March, on February 27th, I kind of lean Daniels, but. The process still needs to play out, right? Oh, can I,
4: let me just say for the record, if it's Jaden Daniels, I'm all about that as well. I'm just using Drake May as the example because of the tweet that went, you know, around, uh, you know, Commander's World yesterday about Drake May. I like Jaden Daniels as well. Like, I think from what I watched of him at LSU playing against the SEC, you know, top tier talent, he looked incredible. Like, I, I, I like him also. I think it might be, when it comes down to it at the draft, a tougher decision than we realize right now. Uh, I, I'm very happy with either guy. I'm excited to watch the process play out. I, I totally agree.
5: But I can't – Process a process? Remember the, the – the, Who was saying the that? The GM from uh, basketball, wasn't it?
3: The pro- no, you know who that was? Who was that? It was the fake Canadian dude trying to buy the skins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apostolopoulos. Yeah, yeah
5: pr- process. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that dude. I mean, you know what's remarkable? Yeah, he was lying. The amount of people that were just completely full of bleep that just wanted their name in the headlines and connected with buying a team. Yeah, Yeah, we had a lot
5: of people falling for that crap.
3: I I mean, seriously. We're we're worried about falling for dumb stuff on Twitter about quarterbacks. People were falling for that stuff. Yeah, that one guy made up having like $8 billion. He (laughs) had zero dollars. I mean, the interview he did with the Junkies when he talked about where his money came from was –
5: it was the oddest thing in the world.
3: I, I mean, it, it, like, at that moment, it's like, all right, we should uh, we should move forward here. We don't really need to spend many more brain cells on this. Um, but, Nate, I, I did want to ask you, man, we are walking towards a world where Kirk, Russ, maybe Baker – I kind of think Tampa's going to get the deal done with Baker before the league year opens in two weeks. But maybe Baker, Justin Fields is available. Like, remember when Kirk became available – from Washington many years back, and it was like, oh my God, quarterbacks never hit the market. Now more and more it seems like they do. Yeah. It's a a significant change. I think a ton has to do with
4: with Kirk when he changed the game saying, I want 100% guaranteed, and he got it. And now you look around, and it's like, well, do I pay the quarterback the huge guaranteed money contract or do I roll the dice and hope to hit on a rookie deal because As we've seen, I mean, besides Mahomes, obviously, but a guy like Burrow who, if you can get him on a rookie deal, you know, you have so much more cap space to build the team around him and you hope to make one or two huge deep playoff runs with that rookie. It it, it is a new game. And I, I would like to say this on February 27th. I think in our lifetime, maybe in the next five years, this is a hot take though, they will change the cap in the NFL to kind of make QBs different. So, you have like a QB cap, maybe, and then the rest of the team, because it. There, so I think something has to be done where they don't just keep pushing these QBs out to pasture and rolling the dice on a new rookie deal. Something has to give. I think at some point, or maybe that's just part of the game now. But I, I do find that very interesting.
5: Yeah, you yeah, got a point it, there. But I think that's when it, when the when the franchise tag first came about. That was it. Was it was supposed to be very similar to what the NBA is, where mm-hmm. you can pay whatever to your top people and they go nowhere, but that quickly became more of a, a negative and a deterrent for guys right. getting paid, and that's why we are having all the issues with it at this point. And that's on yeah. that's on the owners. That's not on the players.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I I don't know what the solution is. Maybe maybe it will come down to like if there is just a QB. Sitting out there, you know, during the regular season, who should be on a team, but teams would rather, you know, play fourth-round rookie. And then tanking comes into play, where it's like, uh, kind of what the Steelers are doing right now. The Steelers are coming into this next season as they stand right now without a quarterback. You know, they're Trubisky or Mason Randolph. I think that's their two options. And I, that's I wonder if Russ tanking. Wilson
3: doesn't. I don't know. I, I'll be fascinated to see Russ in uh, black and yellow.
4: Um, black and
3: yellow. Adam Peters is about to talk to the media. What do you want to hear from Peters?
4: I just want to hear his game plan. Yeah, honestly, the less I hear from Adam Peters, the better. I, I, we've spent the last 20 years hearing from guys in the Washington front office. I want him to say as little as possible and get out of there. I don't want to hear, uh, you know, he's going to say all the right things. We know this. We know that he's not going to you know, tip his hand about what quarterback he likes more right now. Um I, I don't. I don't think there's one thing he could say that would change anything right now. We're in a good spot as an organization as it stands. We have the coaching staff in place. We have the you know GM roles in place. The player personnel roles in place. Let's just start evaluating talent, put the draft plan together, and get to the regular season ha- healthy and with a solid you know just foundation for the next five to ten years as a team. I don't think Adam Peters has to say much today
3: um lastly and quickly nate uh caps lost one saturday night but won one last night they're now four points back of the flyers in the metro how we feeling caps vibe check Uh,
4: feeling good i we've talked about this briefly uh this this team is overperforming based on talent level uh and age of the team ob finally has you know God, in that offseason rest off and he's playing up to expectation and you know scoring nonstop again uh, it's, I think they are a fun team to watch it, you know it, it, if you're not going to be great you might as well be fun and this is a fun gritty hardworking team uh, Connor McMichael is really coming into his own right now which is fantastic I think we've loved that guy for the last few years now it's great to see him playing up to his potential and we got to steal on Dylan Strom so glad that Chicago has no idea what they're doing and we got Stromer uh, hopefully, Oshie can get back on the ice, you know, and be healthy. This is a fun team. I would love to see them make some noise in the playoffs, bang some teams around, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I like what we're doing right now. Let's have a strong march and, and you know, really see what this team can
3: do. Nate, dog, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you, Nate. See you All guys. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. I agree with Nate at the end, though. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, you heard Nate there say he doesn't want to hear anything about this week. Um, we've talked at length about who's doing well, who's not, what can the Combine do for them. Washington is picking second overall this year. It is a huge opportunity. What can the commanders learn this week? What is important to figure out this week as you're going to have Jaden Daniels, Drake May, maybe Caleb Williams, but you're also going to have Wilson, Kirk Cousins, all of these things, Justin Fields floating around. Phone lines are open, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067.
2: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This week.
5: b Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. The b Mitchell Finley Show is brought to you by Rude HVAC Equipment. Head over to Rude.com to find a contractor near you and available tax credits and rebates. That's R-U-U-D. And remember, if it ain't rude, it ain't right. J.P. Finley is out at the combine in Indianapolis. They have a little Little, little break right now where he's going to go and try to talk with Adam Peters, and we'll probably hear that um, interview a little bit later on. But the question, what are you looking for at the Combine? And how much of the Combine watch out, I mean workouts will you watch? one 800 636 1067 I know it's a thing where a lot of people think it's boring, but every year they push numbers. They do a lot. And it becomes so exciting because people are looking for what's going to be there, the future of their team, and they get a lot very interested. So I want to know from you how much are you going to watch, and we're going to start off in Severna Park. with Carlos, Carlos, what's happening, bro? How you doing?
2: Hey, man, how's it going? Hey, uh, much love yeah. to you guys. Thank you so much for hooking me up with uh, with Mike Beasley. That was a great experience for me uh, at the MGM. So shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate, appreciate it, brother. It. Uh, so uh, for combine, honestly, um, I, I'm, going, I'm only going to watch a little bit of the throwing and I'm going to watch a lot of the sprinting. I feel like the commentating of the sprinting of the 40-meter of uh, uh, dash is, is, is comical and it's fun. And it's, I also like to see the speed of all these players. But what I'm really looking uh, curious is to like the talk behind the scene, um, the, the gossip of like, you know, this GM meeting with this GM at a certain coffee shop you know you know that things might be going down because that's where most of the, 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 the trade rumors, that's where most of the talks go down is at the local coffee shops there. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to, to the gossip, you know. Right. But, um, you know, I'm just excited to get this thing going. We're only, like, less than a month away for, for the new calendar year. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to, man. Thanks for taking my call.
5: I right, I appreciate you. <laughs> and I think that's the ultimate thing where, um, just like if you go in a, to a court case and, you know, every lawyer out there They charge you a certain amount of hours for a particular case. And you know what they normally do? They go have a drink, a beer, uh, a a, a Manhattan, you know, something like that. Old-fashioned. And they talk for 15, 20 minutes, and they solve your case. And then they charge you for 10 hours of work. The same thing happens in in, in here. We always talk about the combine and uh, what the league year is. These people are not going to sit next to each other over a beer and not discuss what the hell they're trying to do. That is why, after we see all the different things that transpires, it happens so quickly because they've had a jump on it. Okay, when you go to school or the college, you have to take a pre a, a prerequisite before you can go jump onto the, the the main class. They do the same thing. They have their preliminary talks, then they sign stuff. Eight hundred. 636-1067, trying to find out from you all what you're going to be watching at the Combine. Listen, I know everybody like the 40-yard dash. It's the greatest thing in the world, people say, but you know what? I care less about a 40-yard dash because I don't see many guys ever just running a 40-yard dash, particularly on the field. The one thing that gives me some aspect or some mindset of what you could do, that shuttle, those shuttle drills, I absolutely love those because what it proves changes direction. Especially for cornerbacks, receivers, linebackers, and running backs. Okay, if I'm looking at a quarterback, I don't need to see him change that much direction. All he's doing is dropping back, and delivering the football. Offensive linemen don't need to see it with him either. But those skill position guys, as I look at it, it shows me a lot more. I think a guy running a forty yard running a forty yard dash is less uh, uh, predicted, uh, predictable than a guy changing direction. In a football game, how often do you run a straight line? Okay? You have to be able to get in and out of breaks. You got to be able to move back and forth to adjust from a guy. So that proves more to me. The 40-yard dash has come to it because everybody goes, oh, man, look how fast he is. What I would love to see, and I think a lot of people would be amazed by this, how about break it down to 10 and 20 yards? And then you will find out how fast some of these big boys are. Because a lot of the big dudes that get off the ball, I would love to take Aaron Donald's 10-yard 10, 10 dash against anybody in the league. And I guarantee he won't be dis, you won't be disappointed in it. Because that quick, that, that is what I need to know from a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman. The quick 5, 10-yard burst. When the hell are they going to be out there running a the 40-yard dash? Not very often. But if he can get off the ball quickly. And all of a sudden, that guy who's dropped. See, they should make the offensive lineman set up in their, in their stance and have to back up five yards. That'll prove a lot more to me about what I'm looking at. That Because that offensive lineman is rarely going forward, especially in this past happy league. So let's go to, uh, I'm going go to Rev T. What's up, Rev T? How you doing? What up, Rev? I uh, got it, Rev. Bam. What's up, brother man? We live? Yeah, we live. What's up? Oh, man. Well, first
0: of all, I'm doing a wellness check with y'all, Bama, to let you know I'm a live welding kitchen. You know what I'm talking about? like four wheels on, with oil on it. I'm good, man, but you know you talk about this combine thing. You know, you can run fast all you can. You, you can jump high as all you can, but the whole thing is, if I'm looking at this combine, because I ain't going to really watch this. I'm just being honest with you, but if I got to go evaluate these bammers, I'm looking for a player with common and sense. You understand what I'm saying, B Mitch? You you could be 6'2", two, or run 4'3", or, or or four one, but do you got common sense? Yeah. Right, you man. know, so I mean, th- I mean that's what, if I had to go evaluate these bama's, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for your your intellect. I'm looking to see where your mind is when when I talk to you. When I speak to you, 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 you know, and then that don't necessarily mean you got to speak the King's English. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. But I, because people, some people that speak the King's English, they ain't got common sense. You mm-hmm. did? So that, that's what I'm looking for. A, 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 who, who, a, a player that's knowledgeable in the game of football. Anybody could be an athlete, but are you knowledgeable in the, in, in your position? Are you knowledgeable in the game in itself? That's who I'm looking for. That that's where the great ones come from. And anyway, I I love all y'all bammers. I ain't doing all that Rev T stuff and everything, but I'm good, B. Mitch. I love all y'all, been working hard, school hard. And imagine a question. Imagine stuff. your
5: question though. So when you don't do the real T stuff, I can call you by your real name. Oh man, you man, you can call me that anytime. You make sure you all right,
0: say your right, Wolf. There you go. You said it just like my mama. Because cause look, cause if you would have said Tavon, she would have called. Because you know she be listening. His name is not Tavon. It's Tavon. And it's French. And you know what? Every time I Google my name up, ain't nothing damn French about my name. Mama says you living. Mama, you a Bama, too. Anyway, I love y'all. Bye, Bama. Boy,
5: you are a damn fool. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, but the whole thing about it is, listen. I would like for them to start, how, if, since you're going to be interviewing guys, and we've heard a lot of stupid stories about what comes out of the interviews, how about make that public? How about do that publicly, which you know what it does? It stops you from asking the stupid, lame-ass questions, and it shows us who somebody is. Don't tell me how, like they try to come back and say, oh, this guy is this, that, and the other. That's the rumors. That's the lies. We will know what they are Show that to us because I think I'll be more interested in listening to those answers and questions than I would be looking at a damn forty-yard dash.
4: I really, I particularly hate the when you hear like some negative story about a player because I think a lot of times it's just a team trying to, you know, to to get them to fall to them in the draft. Fall to them, yeah.
5: Or Also, you know, some guys sit out there and they start up because they just don't like the guy. Yeah, you know. The guy didn't want to – he didn't He didn't play along with their stupidity, so they want to make him look bad because they're trying to beat him to the punch. We're going to take a break here. We're going to continue on on the other side. Make sure if you're on the line, make sure you stay there. I think I got the short guy, Jones. He's hanging on. 800-636-1067. B. Mitchell Finley coming to you live from Indianapolis for JP and me from the Navy Yard. We'll be right back. All right, Be Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. It's combine time. Who's going to be on your team next? Who's going to be that guy that everybody's going to be losing their mind over because he dropped that 4-2? Or the guy that bench pressed 37, 38, 40 times? I was told by a strength coach in Washington when I first got here, Dan Riley. He say, everybody wants to bench press. He said, the bench press helps you do two things. Push yourself off the ground after somebody knocked you on your ass, and push somebody off of you after they flatten you. The ultimate thing is it's, it's, it's a great thing, but just getting there and bench pressing over and over again I understand everybody talks about it it's a great point of uh point of conversation but it doesn't help you a lot in football
4: so who cares it is basically the most entertaining event from the, when you're watching on TV the because everybody gets so into it
5: yeah they do and and I think I think the most exciting aspect of it is the straight coach the guy ah yelling at getting them all fired up.
4: Yeah, a few years ago there was that guy from Washington who was yeah. like punching him in the abs. Yeah,
5: because I know um Coach Thompson when he was around, Coach Thompson talked about they do that in the NBA, they make him do 185 pounds. And everybody kept talking about how Kevin Durant didn't do it. And Coach Thompson said, I'm gonna ask you one question. How much does a basketball weigh? And if he could do that, that's all I care about. I don't care about him bench pressing 185.
4: Basketball does not weigh 185 pounds. No, it doesn't. Can confirm.
5: And, and let's be real. There are guys who has whose bench press less than five times, and they were still great. There are guys who ran a 4 6 4-6, like four or five, something like that, and was considered the greatest receiver to ever play the game of football. That's Jerry Rice. So a lot of those things that they're making you go through are not what's going to depict what you can be. I just got a text from my buddy Greg who said he wants to, he's checking for the character of the people and things that of the nature. I will tell you this. It's not just your character, it's how much desire and drive you have inside of you that's going to make you do everything you need to do to be the absolute best you can be. Because there are a ton of guys that can run a four-three, four-four, and they're garbage. Because they don't have the discipline to be able to do the things day in and day out as what they need to do to be successful in football. We'll go right back to the phone lines, 800 1067 And I'm going to talk to my man, Jonesy. Jonesy, what's happening with you, brother? Hey, Mitch, what's happening, man? Hey, look, check this out,
0: man. I'm looking for a little bit of what Rev P was talking about. I'm looking to see, hey, how well can this dude follow instructions? The other thing I want to know, you know, if I'm getting so much as a receiver, I mean, what's his leaping ability like? I want a big man because we need some big men. We got some shorties on the team, and we need to change that up a little bit. You know what I mean? Um. Last but not least, do you love the game of football? That's one of the things I need to be understanding and knowing at the combine, and interviews, and things of that nature, too. But right. if you don't love the game and you just playing for the bag, after you get full, it's just like you and Doc say. We're
5: going to see a difference. <laughs> all right, bro. Well, I, think, I think if you look at it right now, if they're to this level, they probably all love <laughs> the game of football. Because it's hard to get all the way to this level here. You didn't like it because you've been through some some rigorous training and all those type of things. So uh, you get to it. But if a guy comes in and tells you in the combine, I don't love the game of football, and you draft him anyway, and then he goes out there and he plays like he doesn't love the game of football, they should fire that person on the spot they hired him. Point blank. Let's go to Cole from the foe. What's up, brother?
0: What's up, b man? Like I just told you, that I wasn't even going to call in there. But you remind me of a story back in the day, man, high school, man. We had this dude come in, bench press, goddamn, going 550 pounds. Man, I lie to you not, uh-huh. man. And, and, and little old me going only bench press about 200, probably about 10 times, right? So we lined up, man. This is a story, man. Man couldn't move me from A to B, b man I ain't lying to you, man. <laughs> bench press all them weight and couldn't even drive me off the line of scrimmage, man. Like you say... All oh, that weight lifting, that forty hour time, man, it's okay, it's cool, but and like ain't no difference from somebody bench pressing a uh, uh
5: what, what two twenty five twenty times and forty times, ain't no difference. All right, bro, appreciate you. See, that's the thing about it though. Like, I think everyone out there, if you go to a gym on a regular basis, you've seen that guy who looks like all he does is upper body, right? And he never touches the lower body. You know, the guy that you got the big old chest and his legs look like some sticks. Bitch, you gotta be a a all-around player when I start looking at it. You know, I would say if they weren't so afraid of the power clean, it's an Olympic weight or weightlifting type deal. The power clean is the one weightlifting movement that will use your whole body and will tell you, do you have explosion and everything else? Cause you're gonna have to do a, a shoulder shrug, explosion up to a shoulder shrug. You got to drop down into a squat. You got to be strong enough to catch it and flexible enough for your. You could roll your elbows up and let the let your wrist go completely back, so the weight's gonna sit at the at your fingertips across your chest. It, it's gonna depict everything that you need to do. And in football, when you go to tackle, you you squat and explode. When you're running into somebody, you squat and you explode. You're lining up at a receiver's position. You stoop a little bit before you take off. Everything is depicted in the power clean. I would have people do that than a bench press. Because the bench press, you show me that you might be able to lay down on the bench and, bench and and press it, but it doesn't mean you can do anything else with it. You know? How often do, do people like a receiver or a cornerback, how often do they use a bench press move when they're on the football field? Okay? So, yes, it's a lot of stuff, and we get excited about it because you know what? We love the game of football. So anything around the game of football, we're gonna get excited. But look for more than just their 40 time and their bench press. Look at those uh, those, those shuttle numbers to see how quick they can get in and out of breaks and things like that. You know, I would say even the broad jump, it seems like asinine, but it shows your explosion. And in football, explosion. Matters okay when you go to tackle somebody to run into somebody that how you can all of a sudden change your body direction and get that power going that helps you out. We're gonna take a break here, we get back. Uh, we're gonna jump into our 12 o'clock hour. Adam Peters, JP Finley had a chance to talk to him. Hopefully, we'll have that back in time. We'll talk to them, get to the NFL top 101 players, and we have a lot more interviews. JP has been doing a lot of work while he's been there, he just got there yesterday. But he's putting in the work, and we're going to listen to all those interviews. D. Mitchell Finney, 106.7 The Fan. We'll be back.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?